Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Inside Battlefield. My name is Tom, also known as Stratford87 from the community team here at Battlefield. And with me today are the rest of the community team, Kevin Johnson, also known as Total FPS, and Christoph Gansler, also known as Ganslinger43. Very, very fancy name. So we've taken a short break with the podcast since last December, but we hope you all had a lovely holiday period and we're excited to be back today. Uh, we are joining, uh, we are recording remotely. So if you do notice some mic issues, that is the reason. And as for today's episode, uh, Chris joined us late last year as a new member of the community team. So we thought it would be fun for all of us to get to know Chris and as well to talk more about what the community team does, like taking your feedback to improve games. But uh, without further ado, before we dive into the discussion, welcome, Kevin and Chris. How is it going? <laughs> hey, hello, hello. good to be here. Uh, yeah, very excited. As you said, Tom, uh, joined last year. So uh, first podcast experience with you. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be, oh my God, it's going to be so awesome. <laughs> and Ke Kev is as well. Like Kev, <laughs> we've been working together for, you know, quite, quite a number of years, but we've never been on a podcast together. So yeah, absolutely. And I, I Definitely, I'm aware that you've been wanting to drag me onto these, so um, <laughs> I, I'm finally here. I've made it. Here we go. <laughs> uh, so, folks, this uh, me, Chris, Kev, we make up the Battlefield community team, and um, I'd love Kevin and Chris uh, to give for yourself to give an intro about who you are, how long you've been with with, with EA, etc. Yeah, what yeah. you've done for sure. Yeah, so. Uh, as you said, uh, joined late last uh, last year. Uh, it's already 2024, if you can imagine this. Uh, I've been here for three months, about, I think. Um, but before that, I've been around quite a bit. So I've been in AAA gaming for about 14 years now. Uh, I started my work in gaming at Blizzard uh, and then moved over to Ubisoft. Uh, over the last four years, I worked with Ubisoft and then uh, had the honor to join this team here. And been really excited to work on a battlefield on a brand like this, and with two cool people that I met here. Um, so I'm really excited to be here and look forward to do more work with the community. Awesome! Ah, oh, shucks, Chris. Ah, oh. <laughs> this is your your first official welcome, Chris. But no, it's been it's been <laughs> awesome having you on the team so far. Uh, you're from Thank Germany. You. I'm from the Netherlands, so we're kind of neighbors. Also fun. Yeah, actually, that's a that's a good shout out as well. So I'm uh, actually t located in Toronto and uh, Canada. So I'm working on the East Coast time zone uh, that will be helpful uh, with some of the studios that we're working on with Battlefield, uh, but also helps Kevin and Tom to be in bed uh, on time and not have to stay up all late <laughs> and, and talk to everybody who's on the on the northern hemisphere. Even, even though we like doing that, but yeah, Kev, sorry. What about you? Hello, hi. Yeah. <laughs> so hi, I'm uh, Kevin uh, Tall FPS. Um, and I'm now part of the trio, I, I would I would say. Uh, and I've been with EA in some form or another for the past 13 years or so um, on projects like Need for Speed, uh, Medal of Honor, um, Star Wars Battlefront 2, and also lots of Battlefield throughout that time. Um, yeah, so whereas uh, Chris is based in Canada um, and Tom is based in Stockholm, um, I'm based in the UK, uh, so we all provide a little bit of a, a gap between each other and time zones to really respond to your community stuff. Yep, so we're, we're, we have good coverage around the globe now, so we can always stay in touch with whatever all of you are chatting about, keeping you updated on what's going on with the game, etc. 
Um, so let's talk a little bit about community management. So when we say that we are community managers, that can mean a lot of different things depending on which company you work for. Um, so Kevin, Chris, can you tell us more about what it means to be a community manager for EA, but also specifically for Battlefield? What does your day-to-day look like? Um, let's start, for example, with uh, player interaction. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I start uh, because I've obviously not had as much time with the community uh, at Battlefield yet. But what one thing that stands out for me is how the landscape has changed. If you talk about community managers, if you look back, you know, only 10 years or so, it was mostly forums and you just basically replied there. And, and that was the only platform players were able to interact and, and share their fandom. And now it's Reddit, it's Discord, uh, it's social media channels. Uh, we have events and a lot of different platforms that you just have to keep monitoring and they require a lot of attention as well because you know you want to make sure that you capture all the important topics and also have the finger on the pulse of the community where are they talking what are they talking about and there are so many different micro communities as well that you really need to be on top of it and it helps that we're you know three people now and and can take care of those kind of uh, monitoring activations and also then use it for feedback which we will talk about uh, later on i think what about you, Kev? Yeah, I think I think that's a very valid point from Chris. Uh, it, it really has changed and isn't uh, a case of just checking out community forums anymore for, for uh, feedback, for example. Um, I think that's what people know me most for in, in that I really am taking a lot of time to take all of that in across a lot of our channels. Um, I read a lot. I watch a lot of things that our community shares from posts and videos and pings um, and all of that we we try and translate as much as we can into um, actionable bits of feedback for our team like everything we read goes back to the development team and we we chat about it with them as much as possible um like like even even just off topic chatter that uh, we we really kind of like the look of, or, or just a random uh, piece of fan art. We 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 take it direct to the development team, uh, and not just like in vague terms of development team. Like we we do take it back to individual people and say, "Hey, have you checked this out?" You know, that sort of thing. Awesome, man. Both of you mentioned channels, but where can players find us? When we say community team, Battlefield, it's okay. You know. Where are we? Like, what can players see that, that we do? How do we speak with them and where? So a lot of that is uh, through a lot, what we would say are community platforms. And, and by that, we mean um, Battlefield.com on X, which is um, at Battlefield.com. Um, and we try and put out a lot of uh, live service updates on there, as well as um, behind the scenes uh, and work in progress stuff and a look ahead of what's going on with some updates. Um, and then we extend that across uh, the likes of Reddit, um, Discord, uh, our community forums, and also, you know, just, just the old website, you know? EA or battlefield.com. Yeah. Like and shots. on top of that, we also have, you know, our Inside Battlefield podcast, which we're on right now, um, <laughs> yeah. as well as uh, Spotify... Um, and and stuff like that as well. Yeah. So yeah, you can find the podcast. Well, if if you're listening to, you probably know where, but it's on Spotify and YouTube. Um, we do our live streams obviously on Twitch. But uh, Kev, you mentioned for for BF comps, 
You mentioned live service updates. Can you clarify for players, what do we mean when we say live service updates? Yeah, so that that goes into like part of our day-to-day tasks really is that we are ever connected to our development team and um, whenever there is a, a significant issue that they're not happy with or there is a balance change that needs to go out immediately, or we just need to remove something from the game temporarily to to work on it. Um, we formulate um, some messaging and communication around that and issue it out on Battlefield.com um, to basically relay to our to our players that you know something is up, we're on it. Um, have a little bit of patience, and we do thank you for that patience too. By the way, uh, we'll. we'll we, We'll get back onto it and and fix it as soon as we can. Okay. And <clears throat> so I think if you want to stay updated on like the right now, if anything is going on with the game BFComs or at Battlefield.com on on X is, is the place to follow. Then a follow up question for myself, Kevin. Um, you know, a lot of what we do is from like a, you know a business account like BF Battlefield.com on Twitter. Like we have the Battlefield account on Reddit, the Battlefield Twitch account. Um, but we also just speak with players, for example, on Discord. So, like, how can how can players find you? How can how can they hang out with you and Chris and talk? Yeah, it's a good question. Um, like 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 you said, we are always on like Twitter, Reddit, and and Discord, and and sometimes you may see us like issuing out communication from our, our top level accounts, like like Battlefield.com. But we're also um, chatting behind, you know total fps or, or gansinger and stuff like that on on those channels as well um we 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 do try to communicate as much as we can uh with what we're able to communicate with um sometimes we may not have the full answers sometimes we may um but you know that's that's also part of community management right yeah, I think yeah, so. And to add to that, I think uh, the the brand accounts that, that we lovely call brand accounts, so everything that is Battlefield, um, those are really good to follow as well because these are the channels that we use for the the big high-level interaction in terms of patch notes and news and all these kind of things. So we also want to make sure that you don't have to follow all the community members on all platforms everywhere to get your information. We do try to be as uh, precise as possible and, and put the information where you expect it. But as Kevin said, it's sometimes often, sometimes often, very good. It uh, oftentimes is a, also a, a thing that we want to do in, in terms of player interaction where we want to reply to you directly and, and you know, listen to your concerns or also like your positive feedback. So you'll see us uh, on these platforms, as, as Kevin said, on, on Reddit and Discord, just replying and interacting as well, because that is also our job, right? When we're reading it, we don't want you to feel you're just like yelling into the void. Uh, we're, we're there and, and we're interacting with you. And like like you said, and and I do feel like that is a very big part of community management um, is is that um, player interaction and, and engagement. Um, I, I like like we do try our absolute best to be there, be in the discussion with you um, because it's important and and it's important for feedback. Uh, it's important to relay all that back to the development team so we can get you know, those um, changes that you're you're naturally petitioning for in some ways thank you i think that was a nice summary from both of you and i think for a lot of the stuff we do as well like posting on x or or you know on on reddit through the the battlefield account or maybe even a blog on the website like we do we write a lot a lot of blogs and 
you know, you, you might not know that it's coming from us, but I think it's always fun to know, like your, your community team is always trying to find out, okay, what, what can we talk about next? How can we get that information to you? How can we co- show you cool things going on with the game or what's next? Um, so if you enjoy reading, et cetera, just, yeah, be sure to keep an eye out for blogs, et cetera, as well. Um, another part of our day today is deaf interaction. So, uh, Kev, Chris, how do we engage with like our development team to make sure we represent the voice of the player? Yeah, so that's also a lot of what we do on our day-to-day. Um, I, I, I know for sure that I take a lot of the discussions and feedback points that are, are coming across from our community um, and we take it to the teams responsible for those changes. Um, and by teams responsible, we mean sometimes it's uh, globally to, to the entire team at DICE that are working on um, Battlefield 2042 or sometimes it's individual or to that team directly. Like the vehicles um, team and, or maybe yeah, the like, weapons? like the vehicles team or weapons team. Um, and and especially the gadgets team and stuff like that. So uh, alongside all of that, we, we were also sitting in on meetings um, on, on a near day-to-day basis to champion the priority of things being changed um, and formulating out, out communication that would then be relayed into the community um, based on what we're hearing as well. Um, yeah. I think that's a good yeah, response. That's a good summary. I think, to, or to just summarize it, if if we are making a game like Battlefield, which we meet on every day as as a as a wider development team, we are the people in the room to make sure uh, you as a player ha- have a voice as well for whatever we're doing next. And that means taking your feedback on board, just letting you know or letting devs know what what what's being talked about on social channels. Yeah. I, I do think that's a very valid point there as well in, in that um, I think with Battlefield 2042, one of the strongest things that we've done is um, really try and establish player voice uh, and, and feedback within um, Battlefield 2042's development team um, whenever there is an issue or whenever there is a, a query about a certain gadget or a certain weapon the development team do try and reach out to us because we we are truly there for them to be that counterpoint for the things that are ongoing and and champion changes that the community would like. Yeah, and to to highlight something that Tom is doing as well, if you go back to previous episodes of this podcast, you actually kind of get an insight of how the dev interaction works because the way Tom asks questions to the team about, for example, weapons or vehicles, that's a very similar approach to what we have, right? When we come in with player feedback on a vehicle or a vehicle change, uh, we'll summarize the current temperature in the community, what are people talking about, and then we literally just have a conversation with the dev team. What are your thoughts? Here are our thoughts. Yeah. This is what's going on in the community. And uh, I, as as I you know, prep for this job as well, listening to the, the episodes on Inside Battlefield was really helpful because it really showed me how much interaction there is between Tom and the, and the team and how involved they are in in community work as well as in they give us information as well. So like it's not just a one way street where we just deliver information, but it's also them giving us an update. Hey, this is coming. Uh, you know, hey, there's a small hotfix coming. Hey, we're thinking about these changes, uh, and therefore we can also give you as the player information about what's coming up, 
And uh, again, as we said, on Battlefield.com, you know, give you either uh, an information when the patch is coming or if there's hotfix changes that are going out, uh, you always get up-to-date information there. I, d- I just want to want to give a shout out to like the, the development teams for Battlefield. It's so helpful for for us in our job if they sometimes just reach out like, hey, by the way, this is happening in the next patch or we are working on this. Players probably want to yeah. know so we can prepare communications to go out to you as a player to keep you updated on, on what's changing. It's it's super helpful for us as a community and I think hope, hopefully for you as a player as well to stay in the know about what's what's happening. Mm. And, and, and that's with me being around for so many Battlefield titles in, in some Part way. Part of the furniture, they yes. say. Yes, yes. Uh, I'm pretty much on, on the wall at this point. Um, I, I do feel like for Battlefield 2042, while, while um, its launch wasn't as well communicated, um, I, do, I do believe that throughout the journey of Battlefield 2042, it's probably been one of the strongest points for, for the community team um, to really be that relay point yeah. um, in comparison to previous battlefields. I think it's also always, or at least to me personally, um, like it's important that as a community team, we, we never try to put ourselves in the spotlight. So you will usually yeah. hear from us indirectly through a blog or maybe in a post on X uh, or you know in a podcast where we ask the dev team to share their thoughts. So it is just it's 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 fun for me at least that we can speak about that today because it's you know a little bit of extra insight in what goes on in the game industry and the different types of jobs that are out there for folks who enjoy that type of thing um but also like we never had the opportunity to really speak about what we do and also it sometimes is a mystery for players as well because okay community team great feedback sure like you know but what do they actually do so hopefully um we're able to shed some light on that today for for everybody listening. Um, for the, for the next topic, um, you know what what type of content do we make? We already dropped a few things like podcasts, streams, but can can Chris like love to hear more about the type of stuff we we or the type of communications we prepare for players and you know how we how we go about that if we're having fun, etc. Yeah, so most of um, the types of activities that. Uh, I, I mostly like focusing is like the like of update notes um, and working with a team to to formulate all the changes that are going in those updates and hopefully I'm doing a good job with with that because I, I see some of those uh, stealth changes stealth change lists on Reddit and um, I'm, I'm noticeably seeing less and less stealth changes being listed there so hopefully we're capturing as much as we can in that way um, but also the likes of dev notes, um, which which are typically built and created directly from the dev team with the help of the community team to really put people on the spot in from our team to to explain um, uh, how a map was created. Um, so some of you may have may recall the the redacted um, dev note, um, and that definitely came from um, our level team where they took uh, photos and stuff and, and basically showed you the process of how they made redacted. Sorry, um, DevNode is so a blog for folks who yeah, might not be aware. DevNode is a blog. It's, it's basically like a, a project within the blogs. 
um, that we we create. And behind the scenes are always super fun for us to do. Like you know how how as a player you see the end result. This is the new update. This is the new content. But how do we make all of that? It's it's fun to to dive behind the scenes and and share a little bit of about that process through blogs such as the Death Notes. Yeah, and that, that's a a very big thing that that. I, I get excited about in the sense is is sharing those um, behind the scenes and, and allowing our devs to to communicate and and um, share what they've been working on in in a development way as well because I really feel like um, our community um, not only plays the game but wants to like learn and understand um, what goes into that as well. Agreed. Yeah, at, at this point, I also want to shout out the, the social media team and the marketing teams that we work with very closely that help us make the communication also look pretty and reach you and all the places that you want to be. So when we talk about update notes, for example, if you see like timelines or uh, patch summary assets and screenshots and stuff like that, we collaborate with other teams to make those as good as they can be. And as Kevin said, that's also like a lot of the information that comes from the dev team, how they want to interact with uh, the content in terms of what you're going to see first and what's going to come next and all that kind of things. Um, so yeah, shout out to those teams because without them, it would be a lot of words from us and not a lot of uh, pretty pictures. Agreed. No, no, very, very good shout out, Chris. I think, you know, the the amount of work that goes on behind the scenes, not just for like us as a community team writing the patch notes, but the development team making the content, the marketing team uh, packaging it nicely, making sure... We can get all the information to you in, in the best format possible. Social media team, making sure that it rolls out across our social media channels. Everybody's updated. There's there's so much other stuff going on besides making the game, uh, which, you know, like just be, being in the studio and, and you're walking around, is, it, I, it's, it's one of the most fun parts of my job, seeing it all come together uh, every time. Battlefield has done a lot of updates since we released, or sorry, Battlefield 2042, so... It, it never stops. It's always ongoing and it's, yeah, it's, it's a lot of fun. Um, and I guess in terms of content, uh, shout out to the podcast, which are on as well. And like, you know, we do our, we do the live streams on Twitch, tune in with those as well as if you, uh, you feel like it. So there's, there's a lot of stuff going on and it's like, I'm having a lot of fun um, preparing it for players and from, from what I hear. Yeah, I think it's Kevin, Chris as well. I think it's also... Yeah. So very like it's it's very apparent that everybody who's on the team is really enjoying the time and and the work that they're doing, as I said like you know prepping for the jobs, uh, watching the live streams with you, uh, seeing the deaf interaction, them just hanging out, you taking questions from chat, and then we also have like uh, battlefield play sessions where people just you know play on stream as well. Those are all different content types that you can you know consume if you want to, but I think that's also a a big strength of the team in the ways that we produce content where it's like, if you just want the battlefield news, if you just want to know what the next update is, there's blogs, there's X, there's, you know, we we spread those information uh, to Discord and Reddit as well. But if you want to be part of the community, if you want to, you know, meet like-minded people, the Twitch streams will allow you to see chatters that are also engaged with this. Uh, the podcasts give you an insight onto the, the team. So the different content pieces really also target different areas of the game and the team. So, having all that uh, being available for our community, I think is great. And, you know, kudos to you too, because you've been running the ship uh, for a long while now. I love you, Chris. Appreciate that, Chris. <laughs> <laughs>
and another part is so we we talked a bit a little bit about the player interaction, how we interact with our development team, the type of content we as a community team make, but also as Chris mentioned, the other the other teams that are not directly the development team that work on on getting the content into your hands in what other uh, whatever other means they have in their job. Then lastly, we also, of course, have the reporting because we we read a lot, we go over your feedback, but how do we bring all of that information back to the team? Um, you could spend an entire day just reading Reddit, but then you also have X, you have Discord, the EA forums, there's a lot of stuff. So, Kev, Chris, like, how do we capture, you know, what players are talking about and, and relay that information to our development team? Yeah, data is really important now in, in gaming. If you look at, you know, all the advanced metrics and all these kind of things that you find just by social media alone, um, it's pretty overwhelming. So it is necessary because you definitely want to know where your players are and what they're doing. And it also helps you measure success of your information that you're putting out there. Like if a blog gets a lot of clicks or views, you know that that's kind of content that you want to replicate and, and do more often. At the same time, you also want to look at community happiness. Uh, the the word for that normally is used as sentiment. How positive is the player interactions when they talk about the game, about Battlefield 2042, but also about a stream or, or things like this. And then lastly, I also want to mention uh, player engagement, like how many times people comment on our stuff is really important because we want to, as I said, really make sure that we are also a welcoming community uh, we talk to you and as as players and, and we're on the same level in terms of, you know, it's not just a faceless brand account talking to you. We're actually here uh, to engage with you. And all these things are normally packaged in a way that it's, you know, quickly desirable um, uh, and readable to everybody in the company. But also for specific things, we would do specific reports uh, as a as a very easy example when a patch comes out. We, of course, immediately report on how is player perception, uh, what do they like, what do they not like, uh, where are some issues, what are you know potentially any bugs or, or critical things that we need uh, to fix immediately. Uh, and at the same time, I want to say something that like I do uh, and I appreciate other community members doing as well, is the positive player interactions are also highlighted uh, by me and, and by Kev, I know as well. Uh, it's not just always about you know what's broken and what doesn't work, but it's also like, hey, look, these people are super excited to play this next update. Uh, we share you know, screenshots and, and Twitch clips and, and YouTube videos directly with the dev team, but also, you know, if, if something has been used, um, like uh, timelines or uh, marketing screenshots by, by players to explain what's going on, we share that user-generated content um, with the team as well because it makes us happy. If you're happy with the content that we're putting out and you're playing it and you're having fun, that's also fun for us. So that's something that I, I want to include in reporting as well because it is part of, of the the good vibe that you get in, in working in games. Yes, I've, I, I, I want to second that. Like good vibes are, it's, it's, it's so awesome when we push out a new update or for example, a new season and there's a, you as a player enjoy it to bring that back to the development team who worked hard on delivering this content and creating it. it. It means a lot to them and it's also a lot of fun for us to just go through all of that and just see the excitement from both our teams and players. Uh, and the most fun part is, you know, when we go into our team meeting on Friday for like the entire studio and we can share some of those awesome comments that we've seen on social with everybody and just seeing the reactions. That's, yeah, really good shout out, Chris. Uh, but, no, and that's a very good 
thing as well in in that um like for example we over the holidays we had created a series of um battlefield 2042 fan art um where the intent is basically to show what it would be like if our specialists were on their day off, you know, um, and as well as a load of penguins in there as well. And the the intent of doing that is basically to, you know, have a little bit of a celebration moment with our community, but also um, my intent was to to draw some feedback from those posts. And, and throughout the holidays, I was also online uh sharing that feedback as those posts went out to to our players to our developers so that when they logged back in on their break uh or, or returned back to the office there's a load of positive good vibes there waiting for them and and um that is another type of thing that you guys don't really get to see a lot of um, but going back to the point of data i know i know a lot of our core players out there would say yeah but data doesn't mean everything um and that's that's rightfully so um so like uh i believe by the time this podcast has gone out there will be something such as a a balance change for the vhx and we we, we what we're doing here is we're taking in a lot of feedback from our community that are clearly saying that the VHX is an issue, you know, that, that it kind of needs reducing a little bit. But to provide validation of that, we use data to see, okay, um, a few patches ago we altered the VHX. Has that changed anything for that weapon? In this case, it hasn't really. So we are checking the pick rates and a few other things and we've decided okay yeah we need to touch it again so you know by the time this podcast is out the VHX would be lowered based on player feedback but also data so data complements player feel and feedback from you guys and good vibes and good vibes okay uh, and we hope that change does bring some good vibes to you we, as well. we hope so yeah so on this podcast, we've often talked about what it's like to work in gaming and on Battlefield and the different disciplines uh, that contribute to, for example, making Battlefield. So I would love to talk about, you know, what that means for us as a community team, because we're just one part of a whole whole bunch of disciplines within um, gaming. So what is your favorite part of working in gaming, first of all, but also community management? Um, Kev, let's, let's start with you. Um, so... I think it goes without any shadow of a doubt, really, that, you know, I absolutely adore um, having the ability to engage on a daily basis with players that not not are only just playing a game, but playing a game that I grew up playing and, and absolutely am passionate about in seeing succeed. Um, I think I think that is probably the most... Um, driving factor for me is engaging play- players and and really working towards a better game for for our players because I play it too and I and I really enjoy um, seeing those changes come in as well. But he never wants me in his squad for some reason. I mean, <laughs> let's wins. not go there, Tom. <laughs> Only wins. <laughs> for me, uh, the, the best part of, about community management uh, is working in gaming. I love 
being in the studio, but also now having worked remotely for so long, you always find people to talk to, be that in the dev team, there's always something that you can share with each other. And then the love, and I mean this really, the, the love of making games is so apparent in, in a lot of conversations that you have in a day-to-day basis uh, with developers. Like everybody wants to do a good job and everybody wants to be proud of, of games uh, they're making. So being part of that and, and you know, getting part of that energy from them is great. And then as Kevin said, the player interaction obviously is great. Knowing how big of a fan uh, our players are of the work the dev team is doing and potentially our work as well is is really fantastic. And I'll always cherish like one of my my favorite moments in when working in games is my first Gamescom uh, back was with Blizzard. I was wearing a staff shirt and somebody approached me and was like, are you working at Blizzard? And I was like, yeah. And they're like, what's your favorite game? And, you know, what's going on? And like, what are you working on? And that interaction uh, on on the such a grounded level of them just being excited because I was wearing a, a shirt uh, was so positive. And, and I really miss uh, having these events happen regularly and, and you know, talking to you uh, not only online, but also in person. So for me, it's the people that make uh, video games the, the best part of my life, I think. Yeah, I, I agree. It's like um, I, I have a nephew that is now slowly getting into the shooter um, genre of gaming and stuff. And he's finally um, realized that, you know, I, I am a community manager working at EA and, and DICE on Battlefield. And and to me, that was quite a moment because I, I you, you never really realize what you're doing while you're doing it. Um, and And it made me realize, you know, man, I, I really am gifted here to be doing this sort of thing on a daily basis just to the benefit of seeing other people smile. Um, and, and that that is seriously the, a driving factor for, for all of this because we ultimately show, we ultimately want you to play a game, but I want you to have fun while playing the game, uh, you know, uh, and that's no matter the title that we work on, that's what drives us. Kev, do you have any insight that you'd like to share about how our uh, community has changed over the years as we've released new Battlefield titles? Oh, I think I think one one of the things that uh, going back to earlier in our discussion is that you know it has just become so wide-reaching now um, across our community channels. Um, there used to be a time where it was almost centered around EA forums or. Um, there was a, a very long stint on Battlelog over the years where um, we all hung out on on what would be the equivalent of like a mini MySpace environment, I would guess, if if some of you um, know of Battlelog from back then. And and I think as time has gone by, sure there's been a lot of noise introduced from uh, platforms and and everything like that, but like that sense of community hasn't really changed, I would say. Um, and I think if anything is allowed, all of these channels have allowed um, us to engage with more people that, that share a passion for Battlefield. And it doesn't matter what title um, of Battlefield that is. You know, um, some of you may have joined us on Battlefield 2 or some of you have joined us on Battlefield 4 but I think what the common de- denominator is is that you know 
you're here, you're you're playing Battlefield, you're enjoying Battlefield, um, no matter what title that is. And ultimately, that is that common passion, right? You have a passion for playing Battlefield. And Chris, what are your first impressions now that you've been on the team for three months? More than three months? Yeah, somewhere somewhere on that, that time frame, I guess. Uh, yeah, so f- I mean, for me, obviously, when you when you take on a new job, you, you know, as I said previously, prep a lot and you look into things. So I have background in, in FPS communities as well. And you have certain expectations when you start your job. But one thing that really surprised me about the Battlefield community is that it's way more varied and there are way more splintered little communities that really like what they're doing specifically with their community. So if that's Portal or if that's, you know, big maps, small maps, uh, I really love the the reaction to Redacted where people were so excited to do close quarter combat and then other people were super excited to jump back into 64-player combat. All that kind of was obviously apparent for for players, but for me, looking into the different discussions that are happening, uh, it's really refreshing to see this because the, the game has so much to offer and it's great to see that players are having so much fun with different aspects of the game. And to me, it really was like very surprising how nuanced it is and, and how much uh, players also advocate for their own favorite part of the game. So if you you know look at the different community discords and all that, it's really cool. Like I, I was just very surprised and, and it, it's really fun to, to just be part of this. One thing that I would say is, is that going back to that micro community sort of discussion is... There are a load of um, Discord communities that we keep an eye on, such as um, the Battlefield, uh, the main Battlefield Discord, but also uh, the the Battlefield Portal Discord, for example, and even the Battlefield Easter Egg um, community. Um, we 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 do try and lurk as much as possible, or even just respond directly as much as possible. Um, but some of the the work that you guys are putting in for your own community. Um, really benefits the the wider community. Um, so so, really kudos to to a lot of you guys for that. Yeah, I, that I I think Kevin, you're really on the pulse there. So like I I am looking forward to learning more about all these communities as well. And then like for me, one thing that I've I've you know been looking forward to being on this podcast is actually throwing it back to Tom because Tom is always asking the difficult questions and then he's just silent and doesn't do anything. That's the easy um, part of the job. Been, I just ask questions. Don't ask me been, questions. Exactly. You've been, uh, yeah, you've been hosting it like, like episode one uh, until now. You, you deal with us, with the developers, uh, with community members as well. But like, what is something that you would like to answer about working with the teams at, at DICE and, uh, you know, everybody else you're working with? Um, and I, th- I think a question that I would like to answer or something that I often think about is, you know, a lot of players interact with us online and they ask us, like, do you care? And mm. yes, we do. Like, we we know players are sometimes disappointed when we release a content, there's a bug or various other reasons, but just like something I wish I could express or have expressed more often in in in, in how we do our work through through blogs or podcasts or, or whatever is, you know, being present here at the DICE uh, office in Stockholm on a daily basis. I just want to acknowledge all the passion for Battlefield that I witnessed from, from myself, you know, both of you here, but 
also the teams around us every day. Um, yes, we, we care a lot and there's so much passion in the studio for, for making Battlefield and just making games in general. Um, and then another thing that surprises me as well, or, or I, I, being in the gaming industry as well for like 10 years now that I can't, uh, wrap my head around this every time what the, what the team cooks up when we release something new, either be the new season, a new patch, a new game. Like I'm in the studio, like I know the work is happening, but making games is hard and seeing it come together with that new release and, and how players react, react it's, it's something super special and it, it just still continues to surprise me if you see all these different parts of the game that we're building and then suddenly like, oh, it's really serious, the full thing and players are talking about it, they're playing it. It's, I, I, I still can't fully wrap my head around it. Um, but I'm, I'm really happy to be just, you know, a small part of that within our Battlefield studios and I feel privileged. Um, and, and I think both of you do as well, Kevin, Chris, that we can represent our teams, uh, and what they deliver to our players in that way. Um, another comment, sorry, this is, this is long. <laughs> I apologize. But another comment I've often seen. The stage is yours. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> uh, another comment I've often seen is about the people that work on Battlefield. So speaking from personal experience, uh, we have an incredible amount of diverse talent working in our Battlefield studios. It's, it's not just veterans, but also new generation of talented developers uh, that are also Battlefield fans. Some of them played alongside us back in the day, maybe recently, maybe Battlefield 1, but now they're part of the development team and, and building Battlefield, and that's just super cool. I think the, the future of Battlefield is, is, is very bright. So lastly, um, it's just it's just really cool to work with people as well from so many different cultures. Um, gaming is, you know, okay, we all we all grew up here with gaming, but it's it's so big these days, and people all over the world are playing video games. They're passionate about it. They're having fun, and the same for our love for Battlefield and just see, seeing that shared across studios, the world, and and in the studio itself, it's it, it's great, um, and. Yeah, every day I walk around into it. it. It feels special. So sorry for the the long winded answer there. Um, it's it's yeah, like a, it feels feels a bit weird to answer a question instead of being the host now. But uh, it's something I always wanted to to share. Just the passion, the excitement within our teams, being part of you know making that game. It's it's super cool. So uh, thank you, Chris, <laughs> for you know letting me share that as well today. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. I just want to no, like add to this. Sorry, Kevin. Before like yeah. um, we go on, like one of the my favorite moments of working in, in Ubisoft was that when we launched the game, they actually had a red button that they pushed, uh, and then the servers would go online. And like being in that in that group of people, you know, all the the developers that worked on the weapons and uh, on animation, and then all the artists and all that kind of stuff, as well as like quality insurance, like everybody was in that room, and we just like celebrated the launch and i think that feeling is so special and as i said earlier as well like you know people really love to make games and and as you just said they also care a lot about the games and the and the people that play the games and one thing to add is is that if if tom going on about passion and and excitement and stuff didn't really like tick that box like if if anything this podcast alone should be quite uh quite the example of just how passionate we are for for all things 
uh, Battlefield, you know, I, I believe it comes across quite clearly. I hope so. <laughs> you know. Yes. Um, <laughs> if only we could do this every day. Yeah. <laughs> like sometimes I wish we could, you know, we could just go on the podcast and talk Battlefield for hours. Um, that would be cool. <laughs> but I think, uh, you know, I, I think we're close to wrapping it up for today. I think hopefully we gave you a good overview of, you know, what it means to be a community manager uh, as part of all the different disciplines that work within the gaming industry what it means for for Battlefield as well as a community manager. Um, Kevin and Chris, is, is there, you know, anything you would like to, to say to our community before we end today? You go first. No, you. No, you go first. Okay. I think I think one of the common things that, that I see discussed online a fair bit is um, just, just a general notion of like play the objective and stuff like that and like i would say there's a lot of discourse around kills over deaths right and and i believe you know i strongly believe that sure kills matter um uh, in, in some modes but ultimately um teamwork matters most in battlefield and no matter what you're doing uh be it through uh, capturing the flag or reviving somebody or um, repairing a tank, ultimately you are contributing to the success of your team. And um, that that is truly what Battlefield is about, right? It's contribution and teamwork. So um, sure, kills do matter and kills may be a driving factor, people. But ultimately, you know, always strive for that win and be sure to let us know on reddit why kevin is wrong um but <laughs> i was just about to say the same thing <laughs> what about you chris i mean <laughs> for for me i just want to give a shout out to everybody who has welcomed me uh you know in, in many different ways i've got a lot of messages and and tags on twitter and uh, people you know talking to me on discord it's been very, very positive. Uh, I really appreciate this. Uh, and I really want to say, like, I, I read everything. I appreciate uh, the tags on, like, hey, I really like this, or hey, this is happening, or whatever it is. Uh, super nice to be here and, and become part of the community uh, as a community manager. And then also looking forward to all the work we're going to do uh, for you and with you. So uh, thank you very much. Awesome. Uh, Kevin and Chris, thank you so much for being here with me today. Uh, it, it was actually a lot of fun the first time as a full community team to just show up and, and chat Battlefield. Uh, we should do that more often. So, uh, I, I just, I mean, how many episodes are we in now with the, the Inside Battlefield podcast? This will probably be 31. You don't know this off the top of the head? Or 30? It is, it, it is 30. Oh, okay. Okay. I managed to survive 30 episodes without joining the, the podcast. So I, I hope you're, you're now happy, Tom, that, that you know, I have managed to find the time to chat yes. in this way. I, I do think it's been a great chat. I am happy. So, folks, let us know on hashtag <laughs> Inside Battlefield on socials or at podcasts at battlefield.com that you want to hear more from Kevin slash Total FBS on the podcast. We look forward to your Please spam don't. email. Uh, <laughs> let, let us know. Uh, yeah, Chris, um, you know, this was your introduction or your official, I guess, another official intro as well to the community. Uh, so, again... Welcome. It's been a lot of fun working with you so far. 
And um, yes. I guess to, to end it. You had to say this. It's, it's, it's truly in the script. Yeah, it's in the script, so I have to say it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, this one isn't in the script, but your, I truly your can't wait for um, the, 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 the multiple projects and, and tasks that we're working on. Um, yeah. Onwards we go. It's going to be great. So, folks, stay classy and PTFO. <laughs> bye bye. Have a good one. Can we, can we change that, Tom? No. <laughs> <laughs>